You're listening to Paint the Town podcast with your hosts, LA Street Art Gallery resident artist, teacher, and founder of LA Street Art Gallery, James Chen of. Down podcast episode 144 what's going on bro yeah we're creeping up on 150 man hell yeah man and i can't wait for our event uh next yeah. week man you know the crazy yeah. thing is that uh before the pandemic remember we were gonna have a saint patrick's day event yeah <laughs> one year later <laughs> one year later yeah seriously right so i mean you know you know if, if you're mad at us, then be mad at us for having an event, okay? We just want to give people some free paint. Uh, you know, if you're afraid of COVID. Yeah, it's going to be COVID safe, dude. It's outdoors. Yeah. It's you know, it's in the Fame Yard parking lot, which is basically right across the street from Fairfax High School in Melrose. Um, Eddie uh, Donaldson, Gorilla One, is going to be there hanging out. Uh, we're also going to have Sellout and uh, Dirt Cobain. Those are the other uh, L.A. Street Art Gallery resident artists gonna be hanging out spraying some stuff checking out the new spray paint and we're gonna have a bunch of bottles to give away um i did uh six of these guys up like this uh signed them that uh, i'm gonna give away to the first six people who ask for one and um dude, it's gonna be a good old time we're gonna be there from 4 p.m to 7 p.m on the 17th yeah in the fame yard and uh, i'm gonna do some djing maybe have some friends drop by do some djing too um yeah, we'll have a lot of uh, fun activities. Let's just call it that. Outdoor, I'm going to be wearing a mask just because I'm going to be, you know, spray painting. Wear a mask. Uh, social distance. I'm vaccinated. There's going to be plenty of room out masks? there. Just, I'm just wondering. Yes. You know, yeah? Yes, okay, dude. Okay. It doesn't matter. We just you need gotta, to comply, right? Okay, okay. But even it's better I'm, safe than sorry. That's what I, you know what I mean? Wait, like, I don't think you could be a carrier once you're vaccinated, though, right? I mean, I'm just saying. Um. I don't think so, but you know, but I'm gonna know maybe it. someone coughed on you and then those things, you know, they go on to someone off, else. They bounce who off knows, my, <laughs> I don't know. They bounce off me and then uh, they go to you basically. Yeah. Right? You know what I mean? No, okay, okay. You're rubber, I'm glue. You know, everything, <laughs> no, wait, how is it? I forget how that goes. Fuck it, you know what I mean? Yeah, man. Uh, guess, dude. man. Yes, today we got Good Luck Buddha in from Austin, Texas. Uh, this is, one of his uh, pieces here with uh, Homer Simpson. <laughs> Today's your lucky day. Nice. I like that, man. Should I let him in? Yeah, bring him on in, man. Yeah. Put on your red shoes and dance the blues. Welcome, good luck, Buddha. What's up, man? As we continue nice. our journey through Austin today, um, welcome, man. <laughs> welcome to the show. Absolutely, man. Yeah, where are you? Uh, where are you joining us from right now? Is that your studio you're in? Yeah, yeah, it's my garage studio. Nice. Looks like you got uh, got a nice little man cave working there. Yep. Uh, kind of slowly took over the garage over the last few years, and it's kind of it's basically all my stuff and then the washer and dryer for the wife so oh nice okay 
Yeah. Well, dude, first of all, uh, thanks for joining us today. Um, how did, uh, were you affected at all by the, by the, the, the deep freeze there in Texas? Uh, so we were basically stuck in our house for a week, but had power the whole time. We lost uh, water for a couple of days, but we, we made it out pretty lucky compared to some of the guys out here. Oh yeah, from what I hear, good grief, man. Well, good. Glad to hear that uh, that you made it through all right, man. Yeah, um, it was pretty crazy week or so. Did you have any uh, people that you knew that were that were kind of suffering from it? Yeah, I, I got some friends that just got their water turned on right now, so it's been like about ten days or twelve oh days since they've had man. running water. Oh my god, man! Yikes! Yeah. Did any of them have children? No, not anybody that I know of. Everybody that has children, you know, they kind of dealt with the same situation that I did, like no water for uh, a couple of days, and then they turned it back on, and we had a boil notice for uh, a few days, and then we're back to normal now. Yikes, man. Good to hear, man. Good to hear. I was thinking about you, the most recent um, street piece that I did. I just, you know, did kind of like the dichotomy of um, the, the perseverance on Mars, and he's got a little thought bubble, and inside that thought bubble is the state of Texas. You know, oh, just kind of like, how can we, how can this, how can we let this happen? You know, we got this, mo this rover up on Mars, and yet, um, yeah, there you go, it's up on the screen. Okay. If you can see that, um, but we can't, we can't take care of our own here. You know, exactly. um, crazy stuff. So, dude, let's let's jump right in. Where are you, where are you originally from? Uh, I was. Born uh, down in the coast, uh, south of Houston, and then oh, we moved okay. up to New Braunfels. I don't know if you guys know about New Braunfels or not, but no, uh, no, tell me about it. It's about an hour south of here. They have the world's largest uh, water park. They got the Comal and Guadalupe rivers. So it, it was a fun spot to grow up in. But once you get to graduating high school age, you got to get out. Or what's, the, uh, what's the uh, water park called? Is it called Wet and Wild? Uh, Schlitterbahn. Schlitterbahn. Okay, okay. I'm sorry, what? Schlitterbahn. Oh, Schlitterbahn Water Park. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Who I'm named not... that? And what were they drinking? <laughs> I don't know. It's some German stuff, but it's been around for, for years and years. And they, uh, they've, they've expanded to a few different states and uh, a few other water parks around the country. So oh, that's but this one is the biggest one? Uh, it was, yeah. I don't know if it still is or not, but Schlitterbahn. Oh, my God. That's so, that's so German, man. That's awesome. No, I went, I, I, it looks I like a big a, plate of spaghetti on top of a, a, a pond. Yeah, it was uh, fun. Our parents would drop us off there in the morning, and we'd hang out there all day, and then uh, call them to come pick us up after the, the park shut down. I actually have pretty fond memories of uh, going to a water park in Texas when I was a kid, too, man. I mean, I don't know where this is, but we went to a place called Wet and Wild as a kid. And oh, then, nice. like, you, you know, it, it was like same thing, super fun with my cousins in Texas, you know. But then I went to, uh, um, it was in Austin, too. It was the tubing down the river that you guys do, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. And damn, dude, I almost drowned as a kid, man. That was like my first near-death experience, you know what I mean, because the current. So, uh, but, but lots of water. It's the reason why I can never get dude to the beach to hang out or anything, you know what I mean? I'm like, hey, dude, what are you I'm going to be heading to the beach these days. Ah, busy that day. Yeah, yeah. Busy, busy I'm that like, day. But uh, no, I'm saying lots of fun uh, water experiences in Texas, man. But that one killed it for me. But anyways, man. Um, so, no, well, ahead. how, okay. So wait, where'd you say you're originally from? Uh, it's down, it's a city called Freeport. 
and it's uh, just south of uh, Houston on the on the coast. I think I've actually been there, dude. I I used to be a, a scout for a model search company, and we were the first company allowed into Texas, and. I drove all over the state of Texas to every town that had at least like 40,000 or more people in it. Oh, wow. um, and Freeport does sound uh, familiar. Does, yeah, we were, we were staying in Corpus Christi, I think, when we went there. Um, but so how old were you when you, uh, when you left there? So I was probably about five when I left there. Uh, there was a lot of uh, storms back in the day that would like come and like kind of destroy the coast. Oh, so. yeah. So they just decided to move to New Braunfels and kind of start, start a new, new life kind of, so. So you were there until like what, high school or so? Yeah, I was there until 18 when I got out of high school. I hung out. For so I got, I got a question for you. When you're, you know, growing up there, was there, um, do you remember seeing any kind of graffiti or anything like that in that area? No, like the, any graffiti that was uh, around was all gang related. And okay. it, it was just like, uh, MS-13 or, you know, the Crips, or, you know, whatever was around, uh, it was just scribbled. There was no art to it. It was just like yeah. people representing their block. And Yeah, believe me, I know it well. <laughs> you see it quite a bit here in LA, man. It's kind of um, interesting because like, you know, Teach originally is from Destin and then it's like, you guys aren't actually too far apart. I mean, you're far apart, but you're kind of in the same like Bay Area, right? You know, you know, so I mean, Destin's well, kind of like Well, the Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. From where he's originally from. Yes. Because I'm looking at Freeport. It's kind of like a resort town for uh, not resort, but a, like a kind of a beach town, right? You know what I mean? So it's like you kind of, it's kind of grew up in the similar, I mean, like lifestyles, I would think, but I don't know, as a California. Crazy thing is, we actually have a Freeport um, not far from where I grew up uh, in, in uh, around like Fulham Beach, Destin um, area. Uh, there's, a, <laughs> there's a Freeport about 20 minutes, 30 minutes away or so um but yeah i've i've been down to freeport texas man so that that was interesting but yeah. um so when uh when did you when did you realize you were kind of getting into the art thing so so when i was growing up i was always drawn to the arts and got like those how to draw books and different art related stuff and uh i didn't really pursue anything i didn't find anything that really was like scratching that itch that i had so so we were just drawing with pencils and stuff like that? Yep, exactly. I have little tracing books and tried to, you know, replicate, you know, different. I remember a lot of Cars books and different uh, cartoon characters and stuff like that. And, and then I just put it all to the side and didn't do anything to it with art at all for uh, probably another 10 or so years. Oh, wow. Yeah. And then uh, I, I don't know what I think. What's, I just started seeing art in Austin when I got up here. And it was more than, you know, just. So you moved from Bronze, uh, New Bronzeville, or what is it? <laughs> New Braunfels. Yeah, it was New Braunfels. Um, so you moved um, from there to Austin? Yep. Okay. And, uh, and that was like, what, right when you got out of high school? Yeah, that was uh, early 2000s. Okay. And uh, I came and lived up in Austin, and it was a different place back then. It was a. Uh, more hippie related. It was like cool vibes, really low key. Not a lot of people living here. It was, it was really a cool spot. And everybody that lived like a college in college town, right? What's that? It's more like a college town, basically. Austin, uh, right exactly. Today, right? Yeah. With the huge uh, party scene and everybody wanted to live in Austin. Everybody wanted to move to Austin and 
and now everybody has. <laughs> right. Well, I got to tell you, when I when I passed through there in, in 1997, um, it was it was nice. It was just like what you're saying. It was very hip, a lot of big party town and everything. Yeah, and and just over the years, like it, everything's changed. Like everything, the buildings, the people, the whole vibe is just a, a whole t different scene now. It's very much uh, gentrified. Yep. Is and, the uh, the term they like to call it gentrified? Yep, and it's it's kind of sad, but there's a lot of cool stuff happening here too. So it's a, a different kind of uh, Austin these days. Well, there's some there's some areas where they still kind of let um, things go on, right? Yeah, there's a. Uh, I mean, it, it's the east side, but that's like the last part of Austin that used to be, and they're slowly but surely kind of taking over that area too. That's going to happen there too, huh? Yeah, I don't think anything's off limits right now. Mm. Yeah, well, when you're the developer with the money in the hand, it's uh, those are the ones making the decisions, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, and e Elon said that Austin's going to be the biggest boomtown the United States has ever seen in the last 50 years. So. Yeah, I mean, he, oh, yeah, that, wow. I heard him say that on Rogan too, man. Um, so. If you haven't bought real estate already there, it's too late, man. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Houses, everything's going for well over asking price. Are there a lot of people from California Jeez. moving in moving to Austin? I mean, uh, yes. you can like you meet people from all all the time from California. Like are they yeah, embarrassed? It's kind of a, a running joke that we have here. It's like don't California or Texas and uh everybody, <laughs> yeah. everybody is You know, you know, it's interesting, man. <laughs> Because uh, uh, I had been to, I think the first time I went to Austin, I think was maybe 2002. And then I went back recently. I mean, it, to me, like Austin's still very, it's not like urban, urban, like how LA is, you know, because there's not like so many like huge, tall skyscraper buildings, right? You, you know what I mean? I mean, there's some areas that have those. But um, like I said, man, I think you guys still have some something special going on. You know, it still feels like a uh, a small town, even though it's like a nice big city, at least in my opinion, you know, the homeless. Well, hopefully they still leave something for an arts district, you know, once they're done. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I think they would, man, but, uh, like I said, what do you think? What do you think? Good luck, Buddha. Uh, I think that we're, we're kind of forcing it to happen. You know, there's, uh, there's a lot of arts and, you know, different people here doing and pushing the art scene. And, uh, we got a, a graffiti park that's going to be opening up, uh, I think at the end oh. of this year, or beginning of next year, we had a, a like a free for all graffiti wall here that ran for a number of years that Shepard helped get started. Uh, nice. Was, uh, late uh, or early 2000s as well. And that's uh, Shepard Ferry um, with uh, Obey for those of you who didn't quite pick that up when he said Shepard. Yep. Uh, he came in, uh, he's friends with uh, one of the coordinators here and they basically pushed it to be an open graffiti park and had, uh, it was some development back in the eighties that never got finished. So there was a lot of like concrete walls and elevator shafts that never had anything in there. And nice became just a huge uh, open graffiti park that anybody could come and do whatever they wanted on. Nice. It was awesome. a nice way to, for the people to come visit and like kind of practice and do their thing and take pictures. And then when you turn around, kids will, draw on it and you know it's kind of nature of the beast over there that's <laughs> uh, understandable yeah uh tell me have you ever um so it, when was the first time you you got a piece up in the street 
So I, I guess it was probably about 2000 and uh, it? probably about 2013. I was uh, I was actually working for Uber at the time. They had just came to uh, Austin and started like paying drivers really well just to kind of post up for potential riders. So they were paying like $7,500 an hour just to wow. sit around and uh, Whoa. wait for, for riders. And uh, so I was doing that and then, you know, there wasn't a lot of riders. So I was just, I would just post up somewhere and kind of look around and started noticing stickers and stuff in the streets. And I was like, oh, I'm going to do something like this. And I didn't know it was like a whole scene or anything at all. So I just made a you know generic sticker, had the sticker shop make it and started putting them up. And I love I that. What was your first sticker? It was some online image I found of Buddha, like, and uh, I just put good luck Buddha underneath it. And I figured I would just po post it up and, you know, people that would walk by would see something and be like, oh, that's kind of cool. Or, you know, that's, but I, I didn't really realize that there was like a whole different world. parts of the whole scene and it was a whole subculture. Yeah, man. And, uh, that's awesome. I, I love that. I love hearing that story because like, I think almost every single person that gets into the scene basically has that exact same story, right? You, you know, you're just like, you know what, that, I heard about this. This is kind of cool. I'm going to do, I'm going to do my little image and put it right there. And then, yeah. you know, it's almost like a password to open you up to an entire like world of all these different aspects of art, you know? How long would you say after you um, started putting something up in the street, it was before you actually made contact with somebody else that was doing the same thing? Uh, it, it was probably about uh, a month or so in and I had just made an Instagram and somebody had just messaged me, hey, you want to do a trade? And I was like, sure, I'll send you a sticker. And they're like, a sticker? No, give me your address. And they sent me this huge pack with like 200 stickers. I was like, what, what the fuck? What am I supposed to do? With this? Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> they were like, uh, do I work for you do. now or something? <laughs> so, so I was like, oh, this is how it goes. So I just started making a lot of stickers and sending them out to everybody and uh, they started sending me their stuff, so I started uh, getting a little taste of the whole scene and uh, the community, right? <laughs> yep. And everybody was really nice, and until I started asking how to do stuff, like how they did this, and a lot of people weren't very open or happy uh, to share their what? Tricks, what? So. Wow. Okay. 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 That's interesting, man. Because uh, mm. um, you know, my man Teach here literally like with a name like teacher he has yep. to teach everybody how to do all his stuff man so i i find it very interesting when we kind of meet people from uh different walks of life with different philosophies about uh, uh street art you know what i mean so um but yeah what do you think about that teach well i mean i don't i don't find that too surprising anytime you're dealing with artists a team never know what you're going to get it's like a box of chocolates um <laughs> but <laughs> um but usually if, you know, if you're putting out kind of a cool message, um, you know, or some cool images or something like that, you'd hope that, you know, eventually someone, you know, reaches out that's, you know, that's cool or whatever. Um, but, uh, yeah, I've, James has told me that the music business is like that cutthroat type of shit. You can't, you know, no one's going to try to collaborate or help you out or anything like that. But, um, yeah, man, that's, uh, that's, that's, that's a bummer. Cause I, I got to imagine, um, there can't be that big of a community in, in, in Austin. Right. Yeah. And it's very clicky too. So like you have to be kind of in, in the in crowd and it's, you know, it's got some 
I, I don't want to like talk down about anybody, but so it's got some negative. Put any names or anything? But oh uh, no, you don't have to put any names to anything or whatever. I, but I, it's, I finally yeah. found uh, the the sticker. Uh, this is this the one that one of the ones you first put up actually. Uh, th that one was actually a collab with uh, one of my buddies. I don't even know if I have. Uh, the original one. Your original one. <laughs> but I'm, I'm, okay, yeah, because this is pretty long time ago. But I'm just saying that uh, you know something like that that you first put up, right? I'm assuming with the Buddha that said "Good Look Buddha" on the bottom. Yeah, right? it may have been politically incorrect. <laughs> awesome, man. It's it, so. What did, what made you choose the uh, the name "Good Luck Buddha," man? I mean, and for me as a stoner, it just looks super like kind of jovial and fun, man. <laughs> you know, but uh, what what was like your uh, you know gravitation towards that? so like coming up with a character is a whole ordeal in itself and i i put a lot of thought into it for a while and buddha just kept came, coming to me and no matter what i would think of i, I kept saying no, let me see if something else is going to come around and and nothing did so i figured I'll, I'll use buddha as like the main part of my name but i wanted something to kind of go with it and so i was kind of bouncing ideas back and forth and i was going to do lucky buddha but then there's the beer company that's lucky buddha so i didn't want to have uh i didn't know that <laughs> yeah they actually make beer and uh little green buddha bottles and uh <laughs> so i wanted to make something that wasn't like already tied to something that's and, cool uh, i never heard a good luck buddha beer man this here, let me uh, this is no lucky buddha lucky yeah, yeah, buddha. No, sorry lucky buddha beer man i've never seen this before so uh yeah i want some of these man this is super cool the the, the beer bottle <laughs> is like a buddha that's pretty cool man we don't we don't get that distribution out here in california man <laughs> i anyways. bet y'all do it's they're worldwide uh i'm actually friends with uh the owners of that company just oh, because of uh, okay. instagram you know kind of community <laughs> <laughs> i'm sure getting tagged on different things and people mm -hmm. getting crossed up and everything <laughs> yeah so go ahead but yeah uh so i just uh, eventually you know started running with that and wanted to design stuff and put things out there that kind of all tied into that whole uh, idea of good luck and Buddha and different ways of breaking that down even with their, that being just good luck or Buddha and then uh, put an imagery that I could kind of loosely tie to that same uh, reference. What, um, is this a, uh, a collab I'm guessing maybe or yeah, that's a collab with my friend Whoops. Uh, he's part of TCF, and uh, I think he lives up in the the northeast of uh, the United States. Oh wow! Okay. <laughs> Interesting way to connect. Different way of being pen pals, you know, right? Exactly, and that's one of the cool things about uh, uh, the scene of stickers and art and street art is uh, people from all walks of life, all over the the world, will you know, reach out to you in some form or fashion. And some people have ideas and some sometimes you have an idea and take it to them kind of deal and kind of collab with uh, different art styles. Sometimes it works really well, sometimes not so much. And uh, those are some of the projects, you know, you just gotta kind of abandon eventually because it's too hard to come up with a common like uh, design with uh, yeah yeah it, it can't work every time it's always worth a try but yep. yeah it's always an awkward thing where you're like yeah you know what yeah it's no it's okay no it's all right mm -hmm. um by the way for those of you who um wondering what uh tcf is that's uh the chosen few and that's uh one of the crews they're actually here in la there's a pretty big uh faction of the uh, tcf I fellas think, here in I la and i know out. 
TCF. Um, I mean, yeah, Sellout, our, uh, one of our um, resident uh, artists of LA Street Art Gallery is in TCF. Yep, uh, I met him a few years ago. He came out to Austin uh, for a, a bachelor party and uh, he had uh, messed up his ankle. I scooped him <laughs> like at seven in the morning and we went to the graffiti park and probably put a good few hours in there before he had to go do uh, the wedding stuff. Yeah, he's actually spoken very well of you, as a matter of fact. Um, yeah, so that's, a, that cool makes guy. sense. Yeah. <laughs> Bum foot, but he's still going to get up, huh? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a. Uh, yeah, we got to make sure he's representing LA Shirt Gallery good, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, that's cool. Who can, can I ask, man? Who started TCF, man? You, you know, does it? Is anyone ever asked these questions? I mean, like. Yeah. Uh, so it started over in California back in the '80s, the late '80s, and uh, kind of carried over throughout the years i think it kind of slowed down uh probably about 2000 and then uh it was mostly a, like graffiti back then okay now it's kind of welcomed all different is there like a principal founder that you guys know of or basically just uh, the region it started in normally i i don't know who the original guys are but okay uh, pike he's the guy that kind of brought me into it all awesome man oh, i was like one pike 169 yeah he's uh kind of the guy that brought me into it all and introduced me to a lot of the older guys that have been in it for a while. Pike is really cool. He's yet one that I've uh, yet to meet yet. Actually, it'd be good to try to get him on here. Um, it'd be a good guest, actually. Someone like yeah. uh, someone like that is, I, I'll always love people who, right you know, one? inspire other people and, and um, yeah, that was him. That was it? Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm the 169. You know, that's but awesome. yeah, I, I look forward to uh, to to uh, meeting Pike. Uh, heard tons of tons of really good things about him, and um, it's, uh, I got this wall that he basically runs on uh, Melrose. Mm -hmm. um, oh, what is the address? I, don't, I can't. Even think oh, seven five seven five Melrose. Look at this! Look at this! This guy is from <laughs> Austin, okay, and he's. <laughs> He's, he knows more about it than I do. So yeah, there's there's two um, famous walls on Melrose, man. The pink wall and the seven five seven five Melrose wall, man. Okay. Well, and the fame yeah. yard, the fame yard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Three spots yeah, for sure. Yeah. Is, but is the, the one pink wall. Yeah, that's. The the simps go to the the pink wall. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> All the hipsters. Yeah. <laughs> I actually, when I went, I, I stayed in L.A. for about a week a couple of years ago, and uh, our Airbnb was right down the street from that air uh, from the 757 wall and we hit up that the first night we got there and then kind of hit up the rest of Melrose area nice um, my friend took me out to Sunken City and then uh, the oh, yeah. in Venice, yeah. so we got a nice little uh, uh, tour of the city and area while we we're down there what other um, what other cities have you been in getting up uh went to, uh new orleans that's one of my favorite spots uh oh nice what's the area in new orleans called uh just the french quarter okay okay there's there's spots in the french quarter obviously okay yeah it, it, the whole town's covered in graffiti it's been uh dude new orleans is like a, a pretty sketchy town man <laughs> like yeah. i've been there for a couple bachelor parties i get some weird vibes coming from uh some some corners you know what i mean but uh but yeah, they have no, abandoned six flags there uh that's an abandoned Six Flags? Yeah. That's, uh, I Man, I just got chills up my back. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they have a place called, I think it's called End of the Earth or End of the World. And it's a, a military base that's off 
limit or closed down and it's basically a graffiti uh, heaven that everybody's, you know, tries to get over there. And I've never been there, but it's on my uh, bucket list of spots to go. Nice. But yeah, I did Seattle, Portland, uh, New York, uh, LA, and then uh, I did a ghost town trip, like going to the Grand Canyon and hit up all the little small ghost towns along the way. That, that was a fun I'm jealous trip. man <laughs> the kids, awesome. have you been uh, outside of the country cool at all? adventures man Thanks. i haven't tips, no not tips. yet uh, all the stuff that's up out of the country has just been put up by my friends that have traveled around oh, so that's friends, one of the good man. things about having uh you know people in you know in the community you know they're that are nice enough and willing to get your get your work out man that's very cool and i do the same for them over here you know if they don't make it over here i'll put their stuff up so Oh yeah. You mentioned your your bucket list of places to get up. Where what are some of your other places you'd like to get up? Uh, I'd like to go to uh Brick Lane over in the UK. Uh I'd also like to hit up uh Australia. They they have a cool area that's very similar to that. It's uh an alleyway. I forgot the name of it off the top of my head, but I know what you're talking about. I know yeah. exactly what you're talking about. I I cannot think of it either. Don't get old. <laughs> <laughs> And then you're uh, like this, you're like this too hard and you, you forget what you're thinking about. You know? <laughs> and then uh, down in Buenos Aires, I have some friends that are down there and they have a Ooh. scene down there and it, it's kind of welcomed from what I can tell, like they don't mind it at all. So that's they, always nice. They encourage it. So definitely. Nice. Uh, one of the spots I'd like. Is the spot in uh, uh, Australia called Newtown area graffiti? Or no, something? it's a uh, Hosier, Hosier Lane, I think. Hosier Lane. Okay. H-O-Z. I love that, man. It's so cool that there's like, you know, there's destination spots. Because uh, a lot of people are listening right now, man. I mean, like, you know, they're just kind of like thinking about that first sticker like you talked about earlier, you know, putting on that wall, man. Oh, you know what? I got to ask you something um, uh, before I forget. <clears throat> um, when I was driving back to L.A. from Austin, uh, I think it was on Highway 290. Mm -hmm. um, and I passed by this, uh, this spot that um, it was just like a regular home, but the, the front gate was uh, very interesting. It has this big red um, ball, like a 3D ball. And it's, I mean, the ball is probably about at least three feet in diameter, okay? Maybe a little bit bigger. And then on each side is a gate like a black gate, you know, like an in gate and an out gate or whatever. And um, have you ever seen that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't know. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, it's just, it's one of those things where I, I passed by it, I saw it and, you know, I'm thinking, well, it's, you know, it's an odd thing to see this, just this big red ball, you know, against these black gates, you know, it just kind of stood out to me. And it's one of those things where I'm like, shit, I wish I would have taken a picture of that. But then I thought, I started thinking about it more and what it actually looked like. Um, and you know, it's with the, the red ball in the middle and, and the, and the gates on the side, you know, it, it looked like it could possibly be like a ball gag or something. <laughs> you know what, you know what I mean? You know what a ball gag is? Yeah. Um, so I thought for sure I could easily find this on the internet. You know, if I looked it up and, and, you know, ball gag highway 290 <laughs> Texas or something like that, can't find it. 
I'll so now, now I'm going to have to go, <laughs> when I go back through Austin, I'm going to have to make sure I take Highway 290. And yeah, it's uh, kind of makes you wonder who lives there, what, what, goes, <laughs> what goes on there. Or even if they're even aware of what it looks like. It's freaking maybe they don't even know. Maybe they're not even trying. Maybe it's just. It's Joe Exotic's place, man. Shit, dude. <laughs> yeah, there you go. But hey, man, I, I pulled up a couple pictures of the the Hosier uh, Lane and also the Brick Lane in UK. Um, you got some pretty cool spots, man. Yeah, like that, that. that's been going there for a while. Like it's one of the the hot spots over there. That's mm -hmm. awesome, man. These are great pictures, and this is in in Melbourne, right? Basically, mm -hmm. and uh, yeah, Brick Brick Lane. This looks like a typical like UK kind of like downtown area, man. So uh, it's cool that. You drop the names of these spots because uh, you know some people. I've never heard of this, and uh, it'd be cool to go check it out, man. Oh yeah. Yeah, and you'll be surprised. Like, uh, I'll I'll just be watching. Uh, like, I think it was called uh, Tattoo Nightmares. It's like a UK show, but they had uh, all the B film and stuff from the show, like going up and down the streets and stuff. And I could find like people I know's art and graffiti on the wall. Oh, that's always cool. <laughs> yeah, I, was like, oh, I know them. See a familiar image and everything. Mm -hmm. And I've even seen mine on uh, that man, not man vs. food, but the, the guy that's the ball headed guy that eats all the. Andrew Zimmern? Yep, him. Bizarre Foods? Shows, he came to Austin and uh, ended his show on one of my uh, stickers. That was kind of cool. <laughs> nice. Free exposure. Cheers. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even watch the show. I mean, yeah, he, he kind of looks like uh, uh, Homer Simpson, man, you, you know? So. <laughs> You're talking about this uh this homer simpson sticker right uh no that wasn't uh one of them but uh that, that's kind of my most popular <laughs> image. awesome man have a good day <laughs> homer yeah i'm a love I, that one you like a lot of things i like too man i'm just taking a look at your, some of your art man i'm a big mf dude what kind of music uh did you listen to growing up when you were down in uh well i guess you probably don't remember when you were five years old coming from the from freeport but like when you're in um new New, God, New Bruns? It, no S, just New Braunfels. New Braunfels. Yeah, people want to throw an extra S on there, but it's uh, just New Braunfels. And, <laughs> what kind uh, of music were you listening to then? Man, I was listening to everything. I have a very... Uh, You're an underground hip-hop guy, though, for sure, right? I like. Um, my, my favorite band's Tool, and uh, okay. I've been listening to Tool for, for so many years. Pantera, they're a big uh, Texas band. Uh, Oh, yeah. Saw them when I was like 19 years old. A lot uh, of energy, man. Show. Nice. And, uh, went through a whole techno. Now it's EDM, but back in those days, it was just techno music, and went through what that. Was techno artist that or electronic artist that you like, man? Yep. Uh, for the one that got me into it was John Digweed. Okay. 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 Nice. Nice. Oh, nice. I've actually heard of Digweed. How about <laughs> that, motherfucker? Yeah, man. Well, you know, John Digweed. <laughs> I mean, he's classic, man. You know, I actually just bought this old magazine of like, it was like like 1998 top DJs just to kind of like take a look at it and study some old stuff. And then he was like number like six. He used to do this thing with Sa this DJ named Sasha. And yeah. they had this thing called Sasha and Digweed. And it was kind of like darker uh, techno sounds, you know, well, especially when trance was going on in that era. Trance was like super uplifting, kind of like, uh, more euphoric music, right? And then John Digweed and Sasha, they would kind of drop these dark beats, and it was always super uh, 
cool. So, oh, that, that's cool that, you know, you, um, but I, I saw, I see a lot of your art has a lot of underground hip hop kind of like uh, um, things in it. Are you into that as well? Yeah, I like a lot of hip hop stuff. Uh, right now, you know, I like MF Doom a lot and Atmosphere. I was going to say, yeah, I see a God Loves Ugly uh, sign that one of these guys are uh, carrying, man, you know, so, uh, you know, I love that album, man. That, that album, I feel like got me through like, Tons of bad times, <laughs> you know. I put that up right before uh, he came to town. I was hoping that they'd come through and see it and stuff. So, if Hell they yeah. saw it, I'm not sure, but it was right by their venue and stuff. Hell yeah! Hell I yeah. got a question for you. Yeah. You know all the all the all the places you've been and everything. You ever had a run in with the uh, with the cops? Uh, I had a couple weird instances, not with cops, or actually one time with cops, and the cops they were really cool. It was here in Austin, and I was with a bunch of other people that were doing. Some were painting, some were stapling stuff onto the poles. Some of us were retasting, some were just tagging. And uh, they thought we jumped <laughs> over a fence and were graffitiing inside of a work uh, site. But Jeez. we weren't. We weren't. It wasn't even us. My friend just jumped up to put a sticker up there. And then uh, the cops came. We all split up, but we all ended up right in the same area with the cops. And uh, <laughs> they questioned us for like 30 minutes. My friend that was painting, they made him go and paint over his character with uh, neutral color paint, and then just told everybody to go home. Ooh, so, so ooh, you got went. lucky. <laughs> Man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was not fun. And there was like seven or eight of us, so you know, I'm sure they didn't want to do all that paperwork, and we weren't oh, really no. causing any problems, so. Now, I heard um, uh, when I was there that, uh, since the um, defund the police thing has, has happened, that nowadays the cops are even more kind of uh, easy on, on uh, like especially guys that are just doing pasting. Is that true? Yeah. yeah, from what I've heard that the cops don't really care anymore about all that stuff and the graffiti is <laughs> just getting more and more uh, saturated in the city. They're not buffing stuff as quick as they used to. Uh, stuff that used to be off limits is now you know, people are tagging the side of buildings and hotels and stuff, and that stuff wouldn't fly back in the day. You know, now they, I don't think they have the resources really to, to manage. And the signs are like the highway over the top of the highway signs are starting to get covered and all the walls Ooh. on the side of the highway. So it's starting to look like how I'd like it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing wrong with that. It's just a no. little bit of color, a little bit of culture, you know? I like that place that. is so like gentrified, it needs it. It needs yeah. some some actual real life, in yeah. my opinion, I should say. And, and that's kind of where I come into play. I just, you know, go and add little stuff here and there for people to stumble upon and, you know, help them break the mundane of just, you know, regular city life and the billboards that are, like, pushing the alcohol and all that on everybody, like, all the billboards yeah. here are alcohol or lawyers or, you know, that's pretty much everything. Yeah. And you know what? I never had a problem. I, I got up on billboards for a while and um, I just, I, the reason why I didn't have a problem with it is because um, it's basically trash. You're, you're putting your, your trash or whatever on, on their trash because most of the um, billboards are vinyls. And especially if they have a date on it, then that means that after that date, they're just going to throw that away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, I never had a problem with uh, the, the <laughs> rationalizing 
getting up on billboards like it was a bad thing or something like that. You know what I mean? These people have so much money. Um, you know, screw them. Yeah, that, that's kind of like I won't put stuff up on an active building or. I was going to ask you, yeah, what's your philosophy about people tagging on the side of hotels, you, you know, that are... <laughs> like, it is what it is, but, you know, there's spots that you can tag. And, you know, I probably put spot stuff up in questionable spots that I probably, you know, after I got home, like, oh, I probably shouldn't have put it up there. Or you know, maybe <laughs> but, I should have waited or... But how beautiful does this look, man? When, when, when everybody gets in on the spot underneath the freeway and then it's like perfectly nicely pasted... <laughs> you know what i mean that looks i love cool. that man i love the way that looks you know yeah, so to me like you know keeping it where it belongs is like kind of like a good thing man and i get you know some people get ballsy and like you know they want to do something crazy for recognition and then nothing happens after that anyways and then they re kind of slowly re realize that right you know you get too some people get too excited toys man you know they're like i'm gonna go do this and then i'm gonna be fucking banksy you know what i mean but uh that doesn't like really work like that, man. <laughs> <laughs> Have you had any um, any work in in galleries? Have you done gallery work? Uh, not not so much gallery. I mean, I put stuff up, and uh, you know, when friends are doing shows, I'll submit stuff to it. But I, I really like just the streets right now. I, I think that that's where my audience is. And when I try to do stuff that I think would be gallery, I don't get the same feedback, you know, that I do when I get stuff up in the streets or know put stuff that you know may be you know uh what am, what am i thinking like gallery quality but you know i still just want to put it out in the streets or give it away for a free art friday or you know i think that art should be available for everybody and you know even people that don't go into museums they should still have access to see cool works of art and amen to that can't agree with you more on that, man. I mean, this is a cool canvas piece right here. You know what I mean? Um, but like I said, man, it's just different types of work and, uh, uh, you know, different mediums, man. People appreciate different uh, stuff, you know what I mean? I think this is pretty cool, this uh, this Trump. Um, <laughs> good luck, Buddha, that you did. This, this remix right here. This yeah, awesome. the, the that's uh, the collab with uh, Pike. Yeah, he gets those up whenever he goes to different countries and stuff and all the, the cool spots that are, you know, popular for graffiti and street art. Oh, yeah, man. Now, Tell are you Buddhist, something. man? Just curious. I, I... I'm not. No, I feel kind of bad about it, but I'm not. Okay, no, I, I was just, I was, you know, I had to ask, right? So, okay, go. what were you going to ask each <laughs> I'm not Buddhist either. <laughs> I, I was thinking, like, maybe I can learn a little bit about more, but, but go ahead, teach what you're saying. I was going to say, um, so about how long would you say you've been getting up in the streets now? I think uh, I'm on year six or seven now. Okay. So it's not too um, long, but I, I, I felt like I did a lot of work those like first like four or five years. And I'm kind of just like slowing my role a little bit, learning more different stuff, different mediums, different ways of creating. And kind nice, of man. Well, I mean, you know, as, as a true artist, you should always try to you know, continue developing um, part of yourself. You know, uh, if you find something you like doing, you know, keep doing that, of course, but at the same time, you should always try other things as well, in my opinion, you know what I mean? Um, do you see yourself um, ever uh, like not doing stuff on the street anymore? I know for myself, like, 
I'm, I can't, I can't see myself like quitting being a street artist. You know what I mean? There's always going to be, I may take some time off here and there or something like that, but I can see myself being like, you know, 75, 80 years old and seeing something that, you know, I come up with an image or a stencil or, you know, whatever. And just being like, you know, oh, that's a witty little thing. I should do that over there. Like, what do you think about that? I think that that's probably going to be a forever thing for me because even if it's just minimal, like putting a sticker up or, you know, finding something to kind of contradict the the environment, you know, something that sticks out. I think it's going to be something like that. I, I was watching videos like people were making stickers with like the uh, wall outlets and the earbuds or AirPods and little roaches and putting them everywhere. And people are like reacting to them, like thinking that, you know, they're picking up something off the ground. And, <laughs> I think I, I like those kind of things as well, you know, stuff that will, you know, get people to, to do something different, you know, whether that's pick up something. React and respond. Yes. Yeah. I love that stuff too, man. And there's that's so much awesome. different inspiration out there. Like now that everything's on social media or on the web, like some of the art is just like, I feel like, wow, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do that. You know, after I see some really, cool uh people's stuff i forgot the artist's name but he takes like different uh trash and makes like animals and stuff on it he's got pieces all over the world but he'll make like whole body replicas of the animal and use like domes for the eyes and i think it's like board something with the b-b-o-r-e or but i can't remember his name right now but i saw his stuff out I'm taking huh? a look. I'm going to need more than B-E-B-O-R-D. <laughs> I want to say it's like B-O-R-D-I-I or something like that. Oh, okay. Maybe try well, Animals from Trash or something like that. Well, I, think, I think I found that's one. For Dalo I, I. I think that's him right there, yeah. Let me see. Take a look. I came across his stuff for the first time in Las Vegas. And uh, it was just I was just blown away when I went down the Fremont area. Like there's so many cool different uh, art experiences down there. No, oh, okay, I found them. Is this the? Yes, there are. Yep, that's him right there. Let me check this out. So he's taking a uh, different. Oh mediums. man, that is so cool. And he's uh, so here's a uh, okay. This is kind of like. Uh, oh, a little action, a little stop motion or something like that. One. Let, me, let me find a different that's one that's cool. a little bit more. I oh, see a lot of... Dude, can I, you I, tag I, me on that, uh, James? I want to make sure I follow that dude, too. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send wow. it to you. So this guy does that's a lot That's pretty cool. damn cool. Uh, and, and he attaches these huge things on sides of buildings and stuff, too. It's just like, for him just wow. to see wow. stuff and make it, you know, come out as clean as it does, it's, it's just amazing. Wow, man, this, man. Is, this is pretty amazing. So, dude, um, thanks for showing us this. That's cool. This yeah. is Bordalo. It's B zero R D A L O underscore I I. This guy's got to get a new. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this guy, he's got to get a new like, an Instagram name, man. Or it's Bordalo I I dot com. Evidently not. He's got two hundred fifty one thousand followers. He's not worried about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, well, he's doing okay. Go ahead and send it, send the, the profile to you, Teach, so you can go check him out later. But yeah, super cool, man. That's 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 really awesome, man. Hell yeah. We always love it when when artists uh, expose us to uh, you know to new work. 
Um, what would you say is your, um, do you have a favorite medium that you like working in or just like mixed media basically? Yeah, mixed media is kind of where I'm at and kind of what I'm uh, most comfortable in right now. Like there's other stuff that I've been dabbling in that I'm not comfortable, you know, showing people what I'm working on yet. But over, over time, I, I'll be, you know, showcasing different different things that I've been working on. And uh, I, I don't know if I told you, but I've been really like interested in wood and cutting wood and doing stuff with wood. So that's definitely something that's kind of been uh, in the background that I've been working on and trying to get better at and doing different stuff with saws and cutting out wood pieces and mess messing with the epoxy and stuff like that. Well, I gotta tell you, I, I like what you do with street signs. Oh, nice. Hell yeah. Nice little spot for that. Yep. Fits right up in there nicely. For those of you who are just uh, listening, I have a, a street sign that uh, Good Luck Gouda um, that I got from him. And uh, it basically has the, um, I guess, uh, skeleton in, uh, in an orange uh, robe with a sign that says, get out while you can. <laughs> I love that, man. They have the... Uh... Uh, you work in the jigsaw right here, man. So, yeah. you, know, so that, that, you know, I always enjoyed this. MDF uh, board, right? Mm-hmm. It's a little easier to cut out, but it's really delicate, like, on yes. the, the thin spot. So, yeah. Okay. okay. So when you I put remember. the epoxy over it, it kind of helps keep it a little more uh, solid. Together. Yep. I was just going to say, when you finish up with a, with a nice <laughs> epoxy coat, it definitely uh, keeps it together. Super clean the stenciling too, man. Because those aren't very big, so uh, super clean on that, man. Hell yeah! Thank you. Nice yeah. jigsaw too. Yeah, man. I mean, that, that's the kind of shit you work work in high school. Or scroll jigsaws, saw, man. Jigsaw, scroll, scroll saw, saw, whatever. Scroll you know. saw is that what it is? Okay, I was in well, shop. It depends, you know. <laughs> in shop, my yeah. my teacher, uh, you know, when I was in uh, like middle middle school, no, it was high school actually. The shop, right? He had his finger cut off and. You know, and he was a shop teacher, man. So he would like warn you about it. You, you know what I mean? Like, I think everybody's shop teacher. Had Don't their do this. It's <laughs> but now, you know, what? it was like, that's something like, it's super cool because I always enjoyed working that thing. You get into like a flow state actually, you know, and as a kid, I like really enjoyed it, man. And it's like, one of these things that uh, I don't think kids get to do anymore, man. They don't get to go inside shop and work the jigsaw. That's like a fucking liability, man. Like, Oh dude, when I was growing up, my, uh, well, my, we built the house that my dad still lives in, and um, he has every single wood tool that there is, basically, down to a lathe, um, planer, joiner, um, radial arm saw, wall saw, um, <laughs> you know, band saw, jigsaw. <laughs> so, I was... Saw, uh, chop saw... What are the saws we got, TJ? <laughs> Anyways, Lima saw. This is where teachers from, man. This is the LA Shore Gallery, but teachers telling us about the different types of saws that is uh, that his pops has, man. But but anyways, go on, teach. Basically, I can make some really good pipes. When, you know, when I was going to high school, make a nice dad. little wooden pipe. Yeah, so I'm talking about making a marijuana pipe. Here's my dad with his birthday cake. <laughs> Yeah, man. Um, yeah. But, but yeah, man. Like I said, I don't think kids get to do that kind of stuff in school anymore, man. You know. Oh, dude, kids are so. Uh, 
No one's like a renaissance person anymore. No one is like a renaissance person. They can only do the the little button pushing these days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which, speaking of, actually, next week, we're going to have my friend who is a professional video game player who gets paid a a shit ton of money uh, come on and talk about it because he gets, I I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to say it's I'm going to bring my my twins on. What time is he on? Uh, well, I'll, I'll talk to you about the details, but basically, you know, he's going to educate all of us a little bit about this whole esports world, man, because, uh, um, you know, we've had so many people just talk, complain about their kids playing. All they do is sit on their phone or whatever. So I was just like, you know what, let's, let's uh, investigate the subject, man. Let's bring in Sherman, who's a uh, professional, vi- you know, video game player and actually educate us to see if uh, our opinions are wrong. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> but anyway. Be sure you tune into that one, okay? Good luck, Buddha. Yeah, my kids, they, they like video games. and they, my Oh, son, you have kids? Yeah, I got two kids, 13 years old, both of them. Not oh, twins. Man. What, what kind of, what are they playing? Like Fortnite or what? Oh, okay. My, my son likes Fortnite and Minecraft, and my daughter, she just kind of plays whatever he's playing, but mm-hmm. he's uh, really big into to Fortnite and Minecraft right now. Yeah, no, it's just crazy because, like, the, my friend, I mean, he basically, his parents are, like, Jewish doctors, man, <laughs> you know, and then one day he was just like, hey, I'm like, and he, actually, he's from Austin, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, and he, one day he was just like, I'm gonna not go to school anymore and start this video game career, and then, uh, actually, how they did it was that he... They're like, hey, we didn't get your invoice for uh, last semester's uh, classes. He's like, oh, I didn't sign up, actually. Well, by the way, I'm going to go play video games for a living. And, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's what I was, I was like, all right, we got to investigate this subject, man. So uh, tune in next week to hear Sherman on the podcast, Michael Sherman on the podcast, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Anyways. Um, but yeah, man, that's cool. You know, like I said, I think kids these days, like they, they could diversify their, no matter what, they could diversify their activities a little bit, right? You know, get some yeah. physical art in, right? Even if you're going to need more exercise, basically, you know, you got to change the, uh, the, uh, you know, uh, nobody talks about like sitting too close in front of the TV. Like when I was, you know, people were like, don't get off the screen, you know, and shit like that, man. I don't know. You, I think it's just like the easiest babysitter nowadays, right? The video game. Yeah. So who knows? <laughs> no, it's it's what they want to do. It, it's not really a babysitter. It's like you know, hey, you want to go? You know, let's go down here. Let's go do something. Like, eh, nah. it's kind of it's kind of like but you want to go play your damn game, don't you? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> they don't want to play guitar. They want to play Guitar Hero, kind of right? Is that is that, is that it? <laughs> <laughs> They'd rather watch someone learn. You know what yeah. I mean? Like they they, they like to watch people do things. Mm. Yeah. That's this. That's the new uh, generation. That's what they like to do. Yeah, and, you know what? Play video games and stuff. I mean, Probably. it's even like the mundane things, man. Yeah. On TikTok, like sometimes, like you know, I mean, I guess like I enjoy watching like somebody cook or something like that. But it'll be like a, a you know, a TikTok video of somebody cooking, which you're not really learning how they're cooking or or, or anything like that. But they just enjoy like the mundane, uh, uh you know, kind I don't of know, slice man. of my, life things, man. It's kind of interesting. Every morning before school, before the online school with my with my twins. You know, as they're having their breakfast or whatever, they each have the you know the little iPad or whatever, and and they're watching someone play damn games. Yeah. Or my son's playing um, uh, Call of Duty, like the uh, the the unrated, the, not, not the unrated version, the um, <laughs> the X-rated version. <laughs> the, yeah, no, the, the, the G rated version. Where there's just graphic, just blood everywhere. They're cussing and just yeah, no. Um, no, but dude, I, like I was telling, saying before, I, my son's not going to have a normal job, so I kind of, kind of let him 
that could be his job in the future. You know, he could be designing your, your kids too. Good luck, Buddha. You know, you never know. Um, they could be designing, you know, uh, new video games, new gaming stuff or whatever. Yeah. So you always got to keep that in, uh, in consideration. Yeah, man. Shit. Well, dude, man, I mean, we've pretty much gone almost an hour, man. So, uh, you know, is there anything you want to promote, man? I mean, I know we kind of... If anyone would like to get in touch with you to get some piece of your work or whatever, what's the best way to reach you? Uh, I'm usually uh, on, on Instagram and Facebook at Good Luck Buddha. That's G-O-O-D-L-U-C-K-B-U-D-D-H-A. And uh, on my website at goodluckbuddha.com. And, uh, yeah, I, I try to stay pretty active on the social media, but sometimes it's hard to keep well, you got kids man so uh you, you know i, I think believe like, me my man i understand sometimes i go a couple of few days myself without uh without checking in when you when you got uh two kids yeah. or more i mean one kid that's you know that's that's a handful of, but um two that's even more so uh dude more power to you <laughs> sending lots of love and and strength vibes for the for the family man uh, thank you so much thank you so much for your time man i appreciate you you checking in with us we'll get you back on here again at some point we like to keep in touch with our yeah man guys we, love, that we interview you do a lot of cool collaborations with a lot of the artists the sticker artists i think are pretty cool man like uh you know the urban ninja squadron i mean like uh yeah you know i think it's like pretty cool the collaborations you guys do man so uh you know it's let me just pull this up real quick this last sticker this is the recent one you just posted but you know very simple man but it's just uh uh you know two colors <laughs> you know but very like a lot to look at and super cool man so uh uh that's awesome man we love to have some of your uh homies on the show as well too if they're interested in coming on but we know not everybody is always down to talk so much so uh like i said yeah this is not everybody's thing you know some some people don't don't even want to do this and that's fine but um the door we is... don't take offense to that either you, you know what i mean no Nobody's... not at all fuck them you know, fuck those fucking assholes. No, no, dude, the door's always open <laughs> to everybody. <laughs> yeah, man. Good luck, Buddha. Thank you so much, man, for uh, joining us today, man. So uh, give Good Luck Buddha a follow. Go to goodluckbuddha.com and uh, follow us at PTTP Show. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, oh, yeah, May uh, 17th, is it, Teach? Yeah, May 17th, St. Patrick's March. Day. I'm oh, sorry, March. I'm so <laughs> March 17th. He's the young one. He's the younger one. This is the young guy here. March 17th, Wednesday. Here. Melrose, yeah. um, Bameyard. Come out, grab your free can of Go Spray Paint. The OG Spray Paint. <laughs> and we're going to go ahead and have some other fun-filled activities. Uh, meet resident artist uh, Dirk Cobain, sell out who's also part of the chosen few and my man teach right here. And I will be doing some DJing with some friends, maybe. So come out and uh, drink some green beers. <laughs> hey, thank you guys. I appreciate y'all having me on today. Oh yeah. Thank Thanks you so again, much. Man. Good luck, Buddha. Yep. Follow us at PTTV show. Leave us a review and take care. Peace. See ya. And in